You're. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? You're. you're... Go, go. What it do, baby? Go, OB. That's my guy. <laughs> What's up, my guy? And you know who else is my guy? Who? Oh, who else? Who else? Who could it be? <laughs> who is it? A band by it? the name of Sebastian Martinez. Let's Ooh, go. Sebi. Wait, my boy, Sebi. Special guest Woo! today. Man, we should have Burning Up play right now. Burning Up. Burning Up. You, baby. Dang. That's what I'm talking about. Got some One Direction pumping in here. That's One not Direction. One Direction. It's not? Who is it? <laughs> no, man. That's the Jonas Brothers right there. That was my second guess. <laughs> oh, the Jonas Brothers, man. The Jonas yeah, Brothers. I'm, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. It's okay. We'll get next time. It's okay. But anyway, today we have a very special guest. Our dear friend, Sebastian Martinez. Come He's on. here. Hey. Man, I'm excited to be on OJ in the morning. Let's go. Let's go. It was a very special episode, guys. And um, yeah, it's a very special episode. And our friend here just graduated That's from Bible College. Four years. Done. Accomplished. Completed. Going home. And he's going home. home. North of the border. Going home. Where are you going from? Home. Calgary, Alberta. Calgary, Alberta. Canada. Canada, yeah. <laughs> Where yeah, are Canada. Cal- no, Calgary, Alberta, Switzerland. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted, like, the actual video <laughs> Give me your or postal the... Postal code. Postal code. Post- 78 post- Tuscany Meadows Crescent. Send hey, shoot. Whatever you want. Except <laughs> don't send me bad things, please. <laughs> Man just linked his address. Man just docks <laughs> yeah. himself. That's not my address. That's some random. <laughs> I promise. Please don't send anything there. Send gluten-free yeah. objects. Or items. Yeah, unless it's gluten-free, then do send it there. <laughs> some mod pizza. Send them some mod pizza oh, in the mail. The cauliflower, cauliflower quest. I would be so hyped. <laughs> set up a shop there. It's gonna be a new mod franchise. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think Canada has it. They. I not that I know of. At least not in Ontario. I know of. Yeah, not up where I'm either. Hey, you know what? I always wanted to to try at in mod? Canada. Oh. No, I always wanted to try. Um, is it Tim Tim Horton? Tim Horton, bro. Man. Timmy's. Timmy's is the spot. If you're ever there, get a French vanilla. Really? Or yeah, is it or just get vanilla? anything. Literally anything there is good. good. French vanilla. Um, What's that? I wish I could explain it. I honestly don't know what it is. I just asked for it. <laughs> it sounds like a shake. Is it a shake? I don't know what this no. is. I'm gonna drink it. Yeah, it tastes good. That I know that much. Probably like a, probably like coffee with like French vanilla cream in it or something. We could probably search it up. Okay. Probably. It's just coffee with French vanilla. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. I think it's just a creamer. Probably. I heard that they're I heard they're they're on the slopey slopes right now. Like they're what? Going, that's Jeez. What I don't know. There was, there's actually one by my uh, by my place that just got closed down. Really? Yeah. They're, probably because there's so many of them. So yeah, how do you get closed down then? It's like McDonald's. McDonald's is one. There's one like every second yeah. block. There's too many. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. McDonald's is the happiest place on earth, though. No, I thought Disney was. Right next to Disney. Right next, right to, next to Disney. Disney. <laughs> right after that is Dorm Two, man. No, Dorm Two hey. is the happiest place on earth, man. The, the McDonald's in Disney. McDonald's is the happiest place on earth. Actually, the happiest. Little unknown fact: Tim Hortons, the first Tim Hortons, was in Hamilton, Ontario. He disconnected. I disconnected? 
He's back. He's back. Did I disconnect there for a second? Yeah, just for a second. Oh, okay. What were you guys? What I said? No, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, the first Tim Hortons was in uh, Hamilton, Ontario. Oh, the first one was in Hamilton. That's where you're from, right? Yeah. The last one was. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) There's only one. There's only one Tim Hortons. Yeah. Everyone just comes to visit Hamilton, Ontario for the Tim Hortons. That's the only reason people go to visit up there. Is there one? Probably. No, there's there's definitely. <laughs> and you know the first the first uh Sherry was in is in my hometown. Oh really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Uh, where are you from? Hermiston, Oregon. Hermiston, <laughs> dude, Hermiston, man, I'm I miss that place. But Sherry's is on the slopes, East slopes as well. It was it. Yeah. Only their pies are good, I, I think. I think a lot of places are on the slippery slope because of uh, this whole pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Dude, that sucks. Because... Especially movie theaters. No, yeah, oh, for real. That's facts. Like, uh, local local restaurants and businesses. Like, there's a... Okay, there's a place with pupusa that sells pupusas. Oh, oh we it, went there. Yeah my, we? Yeah, yeah. yeah, my favorite place here in Portland that sells pupusas, which is a Salvadorian delicacy, they closed down. And I was so sad, but they probably closed down because of COVID. Probably. It was. It broke my heart, man. I mm. went over. Th- I went to the rest. Remember, we went there one day. Right. We were gonna get pupusas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we I got there. And it was closed. I was so sad. I was sad. Dude. Honestly, slowly, bro. But surely it's happening. Honestly, bro, I'm all about food. Like the best thing you could, if you wanna. Like my lung language. Is, my, is lung language. My, lung... <laughs> my, my, my lung language. My lung language. My lung language. My lung language. My love language is food. Like anyone tells me, "Hey, let's get food," I'm always there. I'm always. That's true. It. I'll never deny food, bro. That is very true. Except for this afternoon when I denied food. I was eating while you asked me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I forgot about that. But I'll never deny food. That's the greatest. You, you want to get me something? Get give you me some food. food. Food from where though? That doesn't matter. Okay, just food. As long as it's good. There you go. Doesn't matter. Hey, what's your what's your best gift that you could get? What's the, the best gift you could get? Like my love language or the best gift that I could receive? That's what we yeah, What's what's on your list? Um, like a PS Five? No. <laughs> Dude, I want a PS Five so bad. A PS Five would be dope, but I'm, I honestly wouldn't use it that much. Dang, I really need to think about this. Probably like a a note with something meaningful. Okay. There was dead silence after that. He <laughs> was like, what? <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> probably tickets to somewhere. Like, like oh facts. Like to go visit someplace. That'd be pretty dope. Mm. That would be nice. Honestly, if you want to buy me tickets to Hermiston. Hermiston. <laughs> I would be so down. <laughs> somewhere in Europe. Europe would be beautiful to check out. Yeah, where in Europe? So many places. I really want to check out Spain, though. Barcelona. Oh, yeah. Madrid. Oh, dude. Beautiful. I would love to. I'm going to go there one day. I would love to. I would love to. How about you, you, Jotham? Best gift you can get me? Texting him back. That'd be nice. (laughs) That'd be amazing, Sam. If only. If If only only. somebody would text Jotham back. If If only. I know. I'm like, only. Hey, low key, I haven't. I've I've forgotten to text Jotham back a few times in the past. Bro, well, you the, too. It's because Jotham <laughs> loves to text people, and so people usually just see it. But it's like Jotham's text. Like he's not gonna send you, a, "Hey man, what's up?" He's gonna send you a meaningful message 
So you feel like you got to respond with a meaningful message back. And then at that point, you're just like, I'll do it later. And it never happens. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Wow. That's true. I'm so I'm, glad you guys appreciate me. I'm like, I can't just text. Thanks, man. No, but or also, like, but also I'm like, when he texts me, I'm usually working. So I'm like working and then I'm on my break and I'll have my, I don't have enough time on my break to text him back. Yeah. Like, I'll do it you later. need to give like an actual <laughs> message. You can't just be like, what's up? Or like, thanks. Like, T-H-I-X, you know? <laughs> T-H-I-X. Yeah, give them something meaningful. <laughs> that would be tough. Cause I, I, yeah, I'm definitely like a words person. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So like, I, I think that's my primary love language is like words of affirmation. So like, if I like say something like meaningful to somebody, they're just kind of like, yo, appreciate that. I'm like, alright. <laughs> yeah. But what, what what gift would you would you be would it be best for you? I can't uh, talk, man. Side. Uh, what gifts? I don't even know. Um. Shoot, I'm actually like the worst person to buy gifts for. Like my parents hate me, my family, they all just can't stand me because they never know what to get. I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> Bro, probably like some Star Wars thing. Star Wars. I don't know. I feel like you're into the Clone Wars. I'm so. into Star Wars. I like Star Wars. I I won't lie. I'm into Star Wars, but like getting me a gift like Star Wars based, like what like I don't I'm not sure if I'd actually use it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'd like to uh, see Jotham get a gift like that he knows he's not going to use just to see how he'd respond to it. <laughs> like to see if he'd be like, give him like a speech of how thankful he is. But inside he's like, <laughs> not really. He's like, I'm not going to use this. <laughs> he'd probably uh, send you a text about it though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, thank you. Really spoke to my heart. <laughs> no, Loki, just anybody getting me anything means a lot to me. Like, like, if you literally just wrote me a card, like like Seb was joking, but like literally, if you just got me a card with something meaningful in it, like I would, that would be more than enough for me. I'm gonna get you a frog. That's what I'm talking about, bro. I was like kind of joking when I said it, but at the same time, I was like, dude, I'd love a card. Yeah. Like just to this know. This was something meaningful. Yeah. And I'd love the PS5. <laughs> bro, my brother bought the PS5. Yeah. How is it? I don't know. I haven't played it. <laughs> But my brother has been playing it. It looks cool. Like, from what I've seen, like, it looks pretty sick. Yeah. But then again, there'll be a PS6 in, like, what, four years? So. No, longer than that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, and we're talking about gifts because, as you guys know. Come on. What's going on? We're going there. We're going there. The greatest gift. The greatest gift. Humanity has ever received. What is it, OB? What what is it? Was it a note? Jordan's? Jordan's? Maybe it was a PS5? PS5? Maybe it was uh, a trip to Seattle, Washington. I don't know why I said Seattle, Washington. Why, Seattle? I don't know. I was like, what the frick, Seattle? <laughs> what was it, Obi? Tell us. I'm going to tell you guys. All right. This is the greatest gift <laughs> anyone in the whole world, past or present or future, could ever receive. And it's actually our topic for today. The greatest gift of Jesus Christ. That's our greatest gift. Jesus Christ. Come on. And Jesus Christ. seeing that as how Christmas is coming soon, uh, we're talking about uh, the greatest gift in Jesus Christ and basically the Christmas story and how grateful we are for Jesus and his life not only his life but his mm-hmm. his death right 
and more important than his death, his resurrection. resurrection. Come on. Come on. And so, um, Seb, I want you to talk. I want you to speak first. Okay. What has, like, Jesus' sacrifice meant for you, Seb? It's a great question. Man, what has Jesus' sacrifice meant to me? I mean, like, there's so many ways you could go about it, but really, his sacrifice, I think, is the main, like, crux of the gospel in that it is because of his sacrifice that I can live my life according to the way God has called me to and with God. Mm-hmm. And so the rest of my life, all of my life looks different because of his sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Because of his sacrifice, I have redemption. Because of his sacrifice, I have restoration. Mm-hmm. Because of his sacrifice, even though I mess up all the time, well, not all the time, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Even though I messed <laughs> up, <laughs> I can still walk with God and walk in the way he's called me to because of his sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's, no, that's good. a good start. Jotham. Yes. What? <laughs> Jesus sacrificed me to you. You like that transition right there? <laughs> that was good. Very smooth. Um, My first time, by the way. You're killing it, man. You're killing it. You're killing it. Um, what did Jesus' sacrifice mean to me? You mean like his sacrifices in like the cross? Yes. Okay. Well, really the whole kind of like kind of going off of what Seb said, you know, like that sacrifice means that I can come before the Lord and not carry my sin in there with me. Mm-hmm. You know, like my sin no longer defines who I am. My My failures, my mistakes are no longer what define me god doesn't see me for my sins he doesn't see me for the things that i've done wrong even though i might define myself by what i do wrong or others might define me by what i do wrong god defines me based on that sacrifice god defines me because of what jesus did on the cross and when he sees me he sees the blood that i'm covered in which is jesus's blood and not you know my garbage Mm-hmm. which is all too apparent. <laughs> so the fact that I have that closeness with God is something that I can never like begin to imagine living without. Cause it's such a privilege to imagine that I can get, I get to have a personal close intimate relationship mm-hmm. with the creator of the universe, the creator of the universe. That's yeah. like, right that's something I can never take for granted. And I know I only have that because of Jesus' sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Come on. What about you? What about you, Obi? My, um, sorry. I, I'm, when I think about Jesus' sacrifice, I think of, I'm really taken back by the whole point like the fact of that Jesus loves me like and God like God loves me mm-hmm. and 
I can never get over that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and, and and Jesus is like dying for me and taking up my sin. And I'm like, you don't, I'm just a whole like, like who would do that? You know, right. Who would do that? Who would do that? You know, like I would not, I mean, I, I would in all like, in my at my best, I would be I would like die for my friend, you know, like my best friend. Oh, like I'll take a bullet for him, you know, standing standing in the way. But at my worst, I would never. Like, no, nah, you won't get this. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I would never die for my friend. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I just can't get over that. Like the sacrifice of it was huge. But not only like, not only did he do it because it happened to him or people wanted to kill him. He did it because he chose to, you know, and it means Mm -hmm. to me so much because no one else would do that for me. Like no one would do that for you. Mm -hmm. Not only to die for you, but to take up my sin and pay the price for my sin, which I should be taking, you know, like I should be the one. Right. Be held responsible for my own sin and die Mm -hmm. for that sin. Right. Like I should be the one. But no, he's like, I'm going to do it for you mm. because I want eternal life with you, because I want to spend eternity with you. Mm, and so right. that just means so much to me. Like, there is a relationship now that I have with God that I otherwise cannot have if Jesus didn't do what he did. Right. And only he could do what he did. Mm. Um, I think that's what the cross speaks to at the end of the day. It speaks to relationship. Mm-hmm. in the sense that it is through the cross that we have relationship you know scripture says you can only come to the father through him and through faith in him and through his sacrifice mm-hmm. and so it's like man because of that moment because of that sacrifice that willing sacrifice that even though it, you know the scripture shows that he struggled in it too you know he was sweating blood mm-hmm. But he chose at the end of the day, willingly, knowing it was our sin and that he had no sin in his life to take that for us. I think that that's relationship, man. Like that's a love greater than Mm -hmm. any other love you'd ever find anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's when we understand that, that there was such a sacrifice out of love that like we begin to like comprehend how much like God cares about us and see a glimpse of like how much he yearns to be with us. And I think that's what opens me up to a faith in a relationship with God. Yeah. Hmm. The best gift, and you said the best gift was that relationship. Mm-hmm. The relationship we we now have with God, mm-hmm. which is the best thing you can ever have. Right. And it's sad that some people take that for granted. Maybe even me sometimes, I'll take that for granted. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And I just don't recognize how important that is, like that relationship with God. Like who else, like there's no other like deity or kind of, you know, religious structure or organization, I don't know what to say, but 
like world there's view. no other yeah there's no other like worldview like that that has a relationship with god it's more like god's just a dictator there and you gotta worship right. him. and but no there's like a relationship like there's mm-hmm. like quoted so many times like there's a father-son relationship mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. god and you like there is there's something between like there's a connection there's a right. conversation there's a back and forth a give and take you know and so that's the greatest gift to me Jotham. <laughs> <Joseph Kevin. laughs> what? Like what? What am I supposed to say? I want to hear, hear more what, what you're trying to say, Jotham. Or what I'm trying to say? Yeah, what you're trying to say, brother? What you're trying what to tell us, bro? <laughs> what you're trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're, you're either scratching your beard or you're like messing with something. But I hear something scratchy in there. <laughs> Is it? Can you still hear it? Yeah. No. 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 Okay, I wasn't scratch. I think I might have been scratching my beard just unintentionally. <laughs> but I, I might be gonna lie. Like, yeah. You could just imagine him thinking, just scratching his beard. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, come on. Share that um, wisdom. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, what do you? What? What exactly? Like, do you want me to like talk on? Was there anything you want to add? No, I, I think like what you guys said was solid. Like, I don't think. I, I don't think I have anything left to add to that, you know? Mm-hmm. So coming into this Christmas, Jotham, you just graduated. Uh, see. Like, not that long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Coming into this Christmas. I want to hear you guys speak on, on, on this. And tell me, because you guys are both just graduated, bachelor's degrees, four years, Bible mm-hmm. college students. That's you crazy. Know. You're well, making us sound way smarter than we actually are. Yeah, <laughs> that may be true. I barely made it, but I. Made it. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to hear you guys. This is your first Christmas mm-hmm. as, like, bachelors of theology. You know, like I don't yeah. know what that means, mm-hmm. but I want to hear what you guys in the past four years, since you before you came to PBC mm-hmm. or to Bible College, until now. Like now, and now. Mm-hmm. With the knowledge and all the experiences that give you con, is this Christmas different, or is it the same? Is there more of like a gratitude, or is there more of like a okay? I understand more knowledge of the Bible and of Jesus' character and his person, and now there's a like a there's more of a depth there when you think about like his life and his resurrection and so forth, or is it kind of just like yeah, it's a fun Christmas season like every other year. I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm just, mm-hmm. I just want to he- hear what you guys have to say. Because this is your first Christmas as, you know, you guys are done with your four years. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of a good time to look back, mm-hmm. right, and, at the year and, and so forth. So I just want to hear you guys, if there's anything different or if there's anything that you guys uh, are kind of thinking of or like some insight that you guys have thought about into this into this season, especially with uh, 2020, with this whole year, right? <laughs> mm. So is this the Christmas different? Because I'm, I'm personally, I'm excited for this Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to go home and be with my family. Right. And I think this Christmas season is special, not only because it's like another Christmas season, right? But I'm, I think it's special because this whole year has been a lot of divisiveness, a lot of scared like fear there's been a lot of fear this year Mm. there's been a lot of um tragedies and so forth right like there's been a lot of stuff there's been a lot of stuff this year Mm -hmm. so i want and 
the Christmas season is that kind of time to a time to hope for, right? right. Oh, we're just gotta get through the holidays, you know? Like mm-hmm. the like the holiday season is like a festive season that people hope for. And so mm-hmm. to me this is like special because it because people are having hope, you know, people are f- filled with hope around this time. And you see it, people are decorating their house, people are talking to each other, saying Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays and you know <laughs> what I mean? Like people yeah. and so it's a really hopeful time of year and I think it's a good it's it's great because there's at some like for the first time this year, people are starting to maybe feel some kind of hope that they haven't had before. Right. So what would you say, uh, Jotham? I want to ask you first, Jotham. What would you say mm-hmm. would be different this year than in the years before? Well, I mean, a lot's different, right? Like you can't really do the same things that you did previous years. At least I couldn't. You know, I can't go and see my extended family. I can't, you know, see my right. my my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, my grandfather. So it's, it, it's more, um, I don't know. It's more, it's more lonely, I guess mm-hmm. is probably the best word I have to put it. Really? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's caused me to think less about all the things I have to do and the people I have to see and think more about what you know this season actually is supposed to be mm-hmm. about right and like, w- like what is the point of christmas kind of thing i know like yeah people who know like the history of christmas like it's a pagan holiday turn into something that you know it wasn't at first so i i, I get all that but now it, it means like christmas is supposed to be a, a remembrance of of christ's birth you know and upon thinking about it um I think this. I think I was thinking like either yesterday or a few days ago, just thinking about the significance of Christ's birth. I was talking to a friend, and like in between Malachi and Matthew, so in between the New and the Old Testament, mm-hmm. it was like four hundred years of complete silence. Right. It's like four hundred years. God is not speaking, and people have become kind of like complacent. They don't really. They don't care about God anymore, but like he's not talking anymore. So people are just kind of like, well, is this Messiah actually coming or, or what? And I heard a message about just like just they were just talking about that the birth of Jesus and just how how like just counterintuitive it is how you have the king of like literally the king of the universe, mm-hmm. Lord of Lords. Mm-hmm. And he's born in a stable yeah. and put in a manger. And there's a bunch of animals and there's like probably like manure everywhere. Yeah. Like the most unclean, like most out of, out of character place for the king to be. Yeah. And the first people that come and worship him are shepherds. Yeah. And shepherds are actually considered unclean by Jewish law. Mm-hmm. So the first people to come and worship him aren't like, you know, priests or, you know, holy people, but it's shepherds. And just like the whole thought of that was like, just like the humility of God to be incarnated in that way and to be born as a man. Just the fact that he was born as a man, just in general, to take on flesh yeah, is insane that God would do that. 
and then also the fact that you would be willing to be like humbled in that way and be willing to take such a humble position mm-hmm. to be born you know in a stable like nobody had any room for for Mary and Joseph and it was just kind of okay we just got to like be in this farm and it's just like the thought of that I don't know like the thought of it just hit me when I was thinking about it and so like now during this season when I'm thinking about Jesus I'm thinking about the birth and I'm thinking about everything his life became after that like the fact that he was just like kind of lived not a not a not a pointless life but he lived not a very fancy life he was a a carpenter and he just worked for 30 years you know yeah and just the thought of that is just kind of like it kind of strikes you when you think about it mm-hmm. and then of like just this whole season surrounding his birth it just reminds you of kind of where we are at least for me it reminds me of you know who i serve yeah and if he can take such a humble position in life therefore i should take a humble position in life as well right and it just makes him so much more worthy to be praised you know what i mean right yeah so yeah that's kind of what i think that's what's different about this season for me now yeah Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if like that's when you're done or not. Um, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. All right. So the question, like you're trying to go from, I'm just trying to get your angle is, what is it like as a finishing Bible college for four years going into this Christmas season? Yeah. And. And. How is this year different? And how is this year different? Well, this year's different in a lot of ways. I think we all can realize that and so I mean just thinking about the Christmas season for me what comes to mind is just when things aren't the same you're kind of forced to look like sometimes at the meaning of things I think I think this this year definitely brought into purpose like brought into question like meaning and purpose Mm -hmm. you know when the routine, the schedule, what you've been used to, like falls away and kind of gets pushed out of the way. You kind of get forced to like, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? What does it mean to me? Like what matters to me right now, you know? And so for me, like just this year, kind of as Jotham was talking to, it's been a lot of like, okay, like it might not look the same. It might not be, the big Christmas gatherings, the going to the mall and there's thousands of people and you're just like enjoying the, the Christmas spirit. It's a little different. It's a little bit more intimate. It's a little bit more um, just family oriented. And so you kind of are like, okay, what is the meaning of why we even do Christmas? Was it because, mm. you know, did I just find joy in it because of all the events that were going on or do I find joy in it because I truly understand what it's about. And it's like about, mm-hmm. you know, what we were talking about, God. It was about family. It's about relationships. And so for me, even though it looks different, I get excited about going home and being with my family. And even though there are parts of you that are sad because it's like, I love going to the mall, man. I love going to the mall and, and shopping and doing all those things. Yeah, I saw this meme the other day of like, how you can't like there's a poster board of Santa at the mall 
and like a fake lap that they made so that kids could still take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Aww. But like for me, it's just like I'm excited because I feel like we're going to be able to experience Christmas for what it really is about. And that is mm-hmm. spending time with family or whoever you have around you, those that are close to you. Um, and just like realizing the importance of what we're celebrating. I think we get so caught up in some of the things that don't matter as much that we forget why it really was there in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that is to celebrate, you know, what we believe is for us as Christians is is the birth of Jesus. And so that's worth celebrating, you know, that Mm -hmm. our Lord and Savior came as the greatest gift to humanity. And so out of that, we celebrate him. We celebrate relationship. We spend that time reflecting and, and giving thanks for his life, for his sacrifice, for all that has happened. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of what I would say this year would cause me to look at a Christmas season in, in yeah. that sense. But also as a Bible college student, finishing four years, um, it's definitely it's, – it's very interesting because you've definitely – come to understand a lot more of the meaning and purpose. And so when you kind of come into those conversations or you find yourself around people that might be saying like, oh man, like Christmas won't be the same. Christmas sucks. Christmas this. It's like, it's an opportunity for me who I feel like I've been able to learn some of those things and and understand and remind myself of why it's important Mm -hmm. to be able to engage in those conversations in that way. So I think that's something that I definitely take away from from being a Bible college student, even us being in worldviews this semester. Shout out to all our worldview students. If they're May listening. God bless them. May God bless them. May God bless them. <laughs> it's like you're just so much more attentive and aware when you're in conversation of like people being like, oh, I can't buy this gift or I can't do this thing. And it's like we're giving meaning to like consumerism to all these things mm-hmm. that like being a Bible college student and being in some of those classes has given me a perspective right. that I'm like, right. man, I can really know what the true meaning of what it is about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're, you're what, from everything that you said, I really like the point where you said, we got to strip it. We're, we're stripping it back and going back to the meaning of it. Mm-hmm. And if you think about all the things that we had to, do this semester one thing or this semester this year one thing uh i really i really like that because one thing that we as a church i mean had to do we as a people of god had to do was strip get it down. strip it down <laughs> come on okay yeah don't be weird don't be weird if you guys should see obi's face he's joining in no he's <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, one thing we had to do was like just strip it back mm-hmm. and go down to the roots. And I think, um, I think like for example, a church, right. we had to go back and look at really, you know, we had to stop gathering mm-hmm. and look at really, okay, are we still a church even though we're not gathering? Right. And I think there's and and a lot of other circumstances, not only um, not only with, you know, the church 
gathering and what happened here where we had to stop having gatherings. But a lot of other things is like, okay, can we really be who we are? Um, even though those things, you know, aren't in place. And we've had to, instead of, because we can't go anywhere, we can't do anything, right? I heard this quote. I, I think I heard someone say this before. They said, if you can't go anywhere, go deeper. Hey. And so, so I think as a church and as a people, we've had to go deeper. And I like what you said about mm-hmm. the whole, and this is where I'm going to land, because I like where you said about the whole, like, meaning. We have to get, have to get down to the meaning of it. Like, why mm-hmm. do we really say, celebrate Christmas? Is it for gifts? Mm-hmm. Is it for having a fun time? Is it for having some fruit punch? Or <laughs> we have fruit punch. Or, you know what I mean? Right. Is it for the Christmas sweaters? Mm-hmm. Is it for the gifts? Right. So, I think going down to the meaning of it, I think is really important. Like, no, this is, we're celebrating the greatest gift that we can ever right. receive. The gift of salvation. The gift mm-hmm. of eternal life. You know, and I think going down to that fact is very important, regardless of if, you know, I mean, obviously, Jotham, you said you can't gather with a certain family. There are some still restri- some still some restrictions as to how we're going to gather. Mm-hmm. But I think even in that space that you're in, regardless, you know, a small, intimate family, like you said, more intimate, like mm-hmm. we can go deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead of just having like a normal Christmas where we're just there and we're just there for the fun and we're getting gifts and we're having a good time. But no, we're we're being intentional. We're going to have it's going to be meaningful. Right. Right. And we're actually going to think about what it is that we're doing and why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really important um, in this year. And obviously, like I said, I said earlier in this podcast, I said earlier, it is a hopeful time. It is a hopeful time for many people, mm-hmm. um, but I think for a lot of other people, it's like Jotham said, it's lonely, mm-hmm. and it's the worst time of the year for a lot of other people. But I think also, mm-hmm. I've said this, uh, I've said this earlier in a previous episode of like we really need to be careful as well, because for other people, it's not the same story. Right. Um, for other people, they dread the holidays. Because they don't have family, they don't have friends, or they don't have whoever to celebrate with. And it's really sad. So I think we got to be really careful and, and care for those people that are around us who need right. who need someone or don't have anyone, right? And so uh, I think that's really important. But to obviously, or not obviously, but like within that, to share with them what's the greatest gift that they could ever receive. And it's not right. something that they can hold in their hands. It's something that they hold in their heart. that's a quote right there bro so um that being said i think we've kind of gone to the end of our our (laughs) episode is there anything that you guys want to add or subtract or multiply or divide i'll subtract everything that we just said we don't we don't we don't divide here we multiply we we unify come on e That's good. You good? Gucci. All right. You good, Seb? Gucci. Hey, we just want to thank Seb here, our, our, our very good friend, Sebastian Martinez, Sebar, uh, uh, Sabini Martinez. Sabini Martini. I've never heard that one. Sebas. Dude, Craig. Ceviche. Seb There's a lot of names. 
really beanie martini. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we want to thank him for being here on this episode and joining yeah. us today. We had a good yes. time. And stay tuned because next week uh, will oh. be our final uh, final episode of the year. See. Um, and it, we will, after that episode, we are going to go on break. Um, just to kind of get refreshed, to cast some new vision for the year. Come on, for season two. So season, season one will two. come. Season one will be wrapping up. I love that. And season two will be uh, coming in, and about a month later, um, I'll give you guys the date now. I'm excited. Season so stay two. Tuned. Season two will start on January. What date did we did we uh, agree on, Jotham? I believe it, was it the nineteenth. I believe it was, or the twentieth. It was the twentieth, right? C. Yeah. So we will come back on January twentieth with season two. So I'm really excited, guys. We have a lot that we're gonna we're gonna come with, and some good content. Hopefully, some encouraging content. Let's go. And you guys can we can help you guys out on your walk with the Lord, and and give you guys what share our hearts with you. And so next week we're going to have our Q and a, and we're going to kind of have some fun. So submit your questions on at OJ in the morning or at OJ dot in the morning. It's the Instagram handle, submit your questions. You can DM us, or if you know us personally, uh, uh, ask us questions as well. Thanks you guys. Text us. Uh, and so forth. So we're going to have a good time. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Yes. Answer as many questions as we can. And have a lot of fun doing it. So thank you guys very much for tuning in. That would be fun. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being on. Love you guys. Yeah. Come on. Thank you, Jotham. Thank you, Jotham. Thank you, guys, Obi and Sebi. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you all next week. Yes, sir. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, ba.